The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Stock Market Authority Podcast. I'm Bakes, Kevin Baker. I'm going to teach you how to make money in up and down markets. Very few podcasters or coaches cover this. I'll show you how to lock in profits and minimize losses to make you a better investor. So once a week, you're going to know what's going on in the world and the stock market. Welcome to the Stock Market Authority Podcast. Good morning. It's Wednesday, the 8th. February 2023, 10 a.m. Great to see you. Hope you had a great week. You're having a great year. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. And in a very humbling fashion, I'm going to start off by saying, uh, I was wrong, but I'm still making money. And I'll still make money. And um, we're going to talk about the importance of being right versus making money. Uh, I'm going to go through the mailbag. I'm going to talk about uh, taxes. Oh, boy. Uh, natural gas, double. Uh, and, uh, and a lot more. And I'll go through the, the stock market authority portfolio, show you recent changes and how we're going to find the 10 best ETFs to make money this year, no matter what happens. But today's top story. Uh, last week, I just listened to my podcast uh, yesterday, and uh, I couldn't have been more wrong about, frankly, things that it, it's tough to be right about. But anyway, what I said last week was it felt like from all the commentary that I was hearing, all the things I was reading, that uh, they were gonna, the Fed was going to raise rates a quarter of a point, and Powell would come out and say something along the lines of, hey, uh, yes, inflation's coming down, but it's 6%, it's not 2 and uh, uh, you know, we have more room to go. And what he ended up saying was disinflationary 11 times during his, dur- during his speech. Kind of sound like he was taking a victory lap. We've won, I've won, uh, inflation's coming down, and go buy stocks. And that's certainly what the market seemed to, seemed to do. Uh, if it was a drinking game, he would have been crushed because it just seemed like every three minutes it was disinflationary, and then the market heard, let's go buy some stocks. And I'm going to go through what happened and this has never happened before, is I go through my charts, literally thousands of them, and it took a little bit longer. I've been off social media this week because literally I had to add hundreds of charts over the course of last year, and I had to go through all of those, and there were a lot of changes. I go through them at the end of the month, and that happened on the exact day of the Fed meeting, and frankly, I'm going to go through things mid-month as well so I don't miss as much. It's nothing crucial, but there's a plethora of new potential ideas, and I want you to stay tuned because there's a lot that I think is going to be happening. But here's the chart of the S&P 500, and it was uh, uh, basing, and then you see the, the, the arrow here, the, the, the Fed meeting, and Powell coming up. And as soon as it, it was 2.30, and as soon as he, uh, he started and I saw the market, I said, okay, Bakes, you got this wrong. Now, I will get things wrong, but I will never lose a lot of money. And that sounds strong, but I mean, you've seen my self-discipline. I stick to it. I don't lose a lot of money, and I will make money this year. And that's my entire focus. I'm not trying to outperform I'm trying to make money every single year. We've done it so far this year. We were up 6% last year uh, being, versus being the, the market being down 19. And I've got my work cut out to, for me this year, but I'm up to the challenge. So 
Uh, my my uh, I would have loved to have said, hey, I've got this right, and I have all these positions that are working out great, but uh, I have not yet begun to fight. So uh, please stay tuned. Uh, here's kind of the tug of war that's going on, and this is this is Mike Cantro uh, from uh, Piper Jaffrey, and it's sort of the battle. You know, he he talks about here. I wonder when earnings will matter, and he shows the the PE going up because the the earnings numbers keep coming down. And when does this handoff occur? When does it? It's the the Fed uh, backing off interest rates more than offset the fact that earnings are coming down, and the PEs back up to nineteen times. Earnings are still far falling. As Cantro says, there's no problem for the market. But I kind of say at the end of that, yet. It's just, you know, Mike Wilson is out there at Morgan Stanley talking about a, a buck 80 in earnings for the S&P 500. It just seems to me that earnings coming down to the point where there's no growth this year. We're going we're gonna to decline this year. It looks like that's going to get the attention of the market at some point in time. So I, I've gone through all my, thousand, my, my thousands of charts. I've got a number of things that I haven't pulled the trigger on. And the S&P chart is kind of emblematic of that. It bounced, but there's no convincing follow-through yet. And I'm looking for a lot of areas that, frankly, are outside of the prior leadership. It's not going to be Amazon and Apple that leads us out of this, I don't think. And the charts are telling me that there's a lot of new areas that I'm excited about, but uh, I'm going to stick to my discipline and I will alert you when I find new buys that I'm going to exploit and I think you should exploit. So uh, do me a favor, please go to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for my free newsletter. I come in uh, outside of this show uh, every week with breaking things that I see that that uh, that augment what uh, we talk about in terms of the portfolio and what have you. And that's today's top story. Incoming! There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. Yeah, time to check the mailbag again. And uh, had a very big week. Uh, B3 is uh, Bakes Back to Basics. And Mike from New York asked about taxes. And, you know, I'd rather talk about anything but taxes. But that and death are two things that we have to deal with. And... Uh, I don't think about taxes that much, Mike. You kind of said, you know, how how does it come into the decision making process? When do you you, you uh, sell? How do you make decisions? And uh, you know, remember my system. My system is if anything's down fifteen percent, I shoot it. So what happens is if I'm wrong, I'm usually wrong in the first three months, and uh, I take the loss. Short-term loss. When I'm right, I let things ride so that almost everything in the portfolio that's green right now is is a 12-month long-term capital gain. So it kind of takes care, so it's a lower cap, uh, uh, lower tax rate. So uh, the tax situation kind of works itself out the way that I do it. I don't want to have the tax tail wagging the dog. I want to focus on making money every single year. The one caveat I'll give to that is year-end. If you have a bunch of losers year-end and, and you have uh, uh, taxable gains, just sell them. Just get rid of the tax losses. Just shoot them. You can buy them back 30 days later. Now, 
uh, Scott Galloway on a uh, podcast recently talked about how missing he, he missed gargantuan gains in Netflix because he uh, sold but then forgot to buy 30 days later. So just plug it into your phone. I really, you know, I, I like this stock. It's down. It's a, a loss. I want to take the the the, uh, the tax loss to to lower my capital gains tax bill. And then put a note in your phone, hey, alert me in 31 days, I can buy it back again. And I, I think it's, it's uh, pretty straightforward. The only way to, to lower taxes is to lose money. So, you know, I'm going to choose the, I'm going to make money versus, versus uh, 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 you know, focusing on taxes uh, uh, every single time, every single time. So I hope that helps. Let me know if it does or it doesn't, and, uh, and I'll update. Van from Houston, it's been great getting, uh, you know, getting back in touch with you, uh, uh, asked about uh, natural gas, and uh, I had not focused on this, and this is good that you come back to me and make me look at different areas that, that I'm not paying attention to. Uh, I've sent you a, 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 this chart from the Bear Traps report, and, and natural gas is a falling knife, and I knew it was, but to see it is is really dramatic. I mean, thirty four to nine in a year. You know, it, it's it's dramatic, and we've had uncharacteristic uncharacteristically warm weather here in the U.S. last weekend, seven degrees here in Boston, notwithstanding. Uh, but you know, Larry McDonald is is making a pretty good point here that we're down to extremes. He's basically buying natural gas here. I don't like to buy falling knives because I like my thumbs, but I'm bolstered in this case, the extreme negativity, and you have this December 20th level of 822. If you close below that, then I think you've really got a problem with natural gas. But uh, it's an ugly chart. I think uh, bounces have to be scrutinized very, very heavily. I would not put a lot of money into natural gas right now by any stretch of the imagination. But this 822 level, uh, if it breaks that, I'd be really concerned. But here we are at nine bucks, and uh, natural gas looks looks uh, uh, compelling to me. Uh, I don't own any. I shouldn't say that. I own some, but it's it's a very small part of the portfolio. Uh, Larry also talks about in Bear Traps report about uh, non-commercial futures positions. This okay, this gets a little bit uh, uh, wonky, but I'll, I will simplify it. The non-commercials are the folks that aren't the E and P companies, exploration and production companies that uh, uh, the producers have to hedge their natural gas production. So they go to the futures market and, 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 and they hedge. The speculators, the non-commercials, right now are about as, as, as short, betting for lo- continued lower prices as much as they ever get. When it gets to these kinds of extremes, you can see some really, really serious reverses. So if the Freeport LNG facility comes back online, that's going to be a positive. And if we get a, some really prolonged periods of cold weather, the, the snapback could be pretty violent. So watch out for that. Follow the Bear Traps report. I have no axe to grind. There's no financial interest, but uh, it's really good work, and I find the, uh, the, the, you know, their charts very, very helpful. You asked about Comstock and Chesapeake and many of the other natural gas-heavy 
uh, E&P companies, exploration and production companies. They all kind of look the same. I selected Comstock just because uh, it was pretty clean. I put up here my three arrows where my self-discipline would have kicked in, would have got you out 13 or so. Here we are at 1162. And uh, as I go through all the charts, I'm not stopping on natural gas stocks right now. And uh, I think they still need to bottom out. I think this still needs to be proven. There's this uh, 1068 level here. It's the same sort of thing. If it closes below that, I think you have continued downside. The uh, relative strength is 13, meaning 87% of the market is a better place to be. And so, you know, to me, uh, unless you have to be there and you have to be long, I would uh, avoid Comstock and all of the natural gas uh, 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 stocks at this point in time. And I hate to be like that. I know that's unpopular in Houston, but I call them like I see them. And uh, I, I think natural gas, it's, 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 it's too early. Uh, EOG resources, which you asked about, and others, Pioneer, the, the oilier, the, where oil is a bigger percentage of production, uh, uh, looks better. Looks better. The the oil commodity looks better. It has to hold here, though. We're here at uh, 124 and change, and we're sitting on uh, decent support. We're sitting on a flat 200-day moving average. So uh, if, if you own this, I would hold it, but I give it a very short leash. The relative strength is 43, so it's better than natural gas, but almost everything's better than natural gas. So I'm not enamored with, with this one iota. If you have you know, detailed work and a discounted uh, you know, uh, dividend discount model that says this is wildly undervalued and you've got conservative assumptions, have at it. I'm not good at it. This chart is telling me go look at other things. Again, there's 2,000-plus charts out there, groups out there, and I want 10 of them. And... So it's my my process is exclusionary by design. The bottom line is there are other better places to look. That's where I'm going. And also, the services companies are starting to get some of the cash flows that the E&P companies are throwing off. Uh, There's a a story in the journal, I'm going to post it a little bit later, where... Uh, rigs that have been mothballed are getting back into the Gulf of Mexico. The service stocks are acting way better than the E&Ps. And that might be short-lived. I don't know. But what tends to happen is that when the, the you're coming off two big years of cash flows, yes, the E&Ps have been very, very disciplined, which is wonderful. But some of that money has to go to grow production, and it's going to the 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 drill bit manufacturers and uh, the 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 rig companies etc. and I think that's starting to happen and um, uh, we own some of those I'll go into the portfolio a little bit we'll talk about it but I like the services first oil second natural gas third in that order and uh, let's discuss offline if you'd like me to uh, John and Philly. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan on Sunday. I'm a Pats fan down on my bone marrow. But uh, for you Eagles fans out there, best of luck on Sunday. Uh, I just watched Jalen Hurts squat 600 pounds in college. The guy is a scary individual. And uh, I I wish you nothing but the best. Anyway, I digress. Uh, SoFi 
is a name from the past. Uh, we talked about it in the middle of pandemic of the pandemic. It's a uh, for a lot of you younger people, you know about it, and uh, you were interested in it. It's a uh, uh, a company that went public via SPAC, which has fallen really out of favor. And they had an earnings report this past week that, number one, they said they were going to become profitable by the end of the year, gap profitable. So that's a big moment, I think. Uh, they've been very disciplined. Uh, Noto, the CEO, gets very, very high marks. Uh, just uh, thinking off the top of my head, uh, uh Student refis look like they're going to uh, have to start in June. People are going to have to start paying their student loans back. And if that happens, there's going to be a lot of new business that goes to SoFi. They refinance. They get uh, introduced to the platform. Maybe they start trading stocks. Maybe they, they uh, uh, you know use the other services that SoFi has. But, of course, to me, you know this is a pretty chart. The volume is up. It's out of a base. The 200 days are just starting to cross. Uh, the 50 days just starting to cross. The 200 days just starting to go up. Uh, Scott Galloway mentioned on the same podcast, the, you know, the quarter, that this might give uh, SPAC, uh, this might be, a my word's not his, a, a diamond in the rough in the world of SPACs where there's been so many uh, horrible performers, Virgin Galactic and Open Door, etc. But SoFi might be the exception to the rule. So do the work. Uh, I'll tell. This is what I think, but I think it might be uh, uh, might be turning around here. Matt from Montauk uh, asked me about Tucurium Agriculture. This is a stock that we own for a long time. We made money in the cell discipline got us out. I think very elegantly at thirty bucks. And uh, this is a, a quarter wheat, soybean, corn, and sugar. I think I got that right. I think, I'm almost positive I have that right. And it looks eh. So I would not own it. I would have followed the cell discipline that I outlined. If you own it, I think there's going to be other areas to go. I would sell this. Uh, I'm looking at sugar alone because I think the dynamics there are much more positive. Cane, in particular, is something that I'm monitoring. I have not pulled the trigger, but as far as tags goes, I would say, let's go fight some other battles. And there's a lot of other battles that are worthwhile. Hey, that's it for the mailbag this week. If you want to write into the show with any questions or comments, email me at bakes at stockmarketauthority.com. Even better, leave me a voice memo, and we can uh, play your recording here in the show. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the, the Stock Market Authority portfolio. I'll give you this week's Bakes Takes. You're listening to Stock Market Authority. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Do you want to become a better investor? Do you want to learn how to make money in both up and down markets? Then you need to go to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for our free newsletter today. Stock Market Authority is run by award-winning investment manager Kevin Bakes Baker. His aim is to save you time while teaching you how to be a better investor. Bakes saves you time by diving into all the latest stock market news and information so that you don't have to. He reads all the latest articles, analyzes the charts, and listens to all the relevant podcasts. And then once a week, he gives you a breakdown of what's happening in the market. Stock Market Authority is constantly outperforming the S&P and the HFRX. Bakes is going to share with you his weekly stock observations. He'll give you concise insights and show you how to lock in profits and minimize losses. Stock Market Authority is making money in up and down markets. Wouldn't you like to do the same? So join now and let Bakes show you how. 
Head on over to stockmarketauthority.com and sign up for our free newsletter today. That's stockmarketauthority.com, making money in up and down markets. We are back, and today we've been talking about a subject I'd rather not. I was wrong, but I'll still make money. Now it's time for the Stock Market Authority portfolio. Now I think I'm poised to buy, to, to, to buy longs. Uh, the, the, the trend has changed. It isn't definitive to me yet. I'm going to wait patiently for discipline confirmation, but we are now 42% long platinum energy service companies, Chinese internet companies, Argentina, which is a very unorthodox portfolio. I know, but if we're going to make money this year with all the craziness that's going on, these are the kind of things that I think are going to happen and work. We're 18% short. We're basically short uh, ARC, Kathy Wood's crazy stocks, Tesla, Coinbase, which have rallied, to be fair, uh, I think too much, I think too soon. But um, uh, we're, we're obviously net long right now. And our sell discipline has gotten us to 40% in cash. And uh, there isn't a professional portfolio manager out there with 40% in cash. I can do it as an individual investor, and you can. And I want you to exploit that freedom so that we can sit here, be very, very nimble, look at all the opportunities that present themselves, and pounce on the most promising ones. So please stick with me. Please follow me on, on other social media so that when I come in, over the course of the week and say, I'm buying X or Y or Z, you get to decide for yourself with your own situation. You know, this isn't financial advice. I don't know your, your, your particulars in and out, but I can at least direct you to say, this looks promising to me. I'm buying it. You should consider it. This is what I, I basically talked to my sons, Bobby and Jack, as you know, who are in their 20s, and we invest together shoulder to shoulder to, to try to make uh, money for ourselves and hopefully make money for you. So uh, just some updates, recent changes. The, we were short the small caps, the Russell 2000, and uh, we've sold the final third. The 200-day came down. We sold it here. I posted this, and uh, I, I can't tell you how liberating it is to simply I come home at night, I spend five minutes on the charts, I see this happens, and I sell this. And I will come back and look at it with completely unjaundiced eyes in the future. But for right now, the small cap short, we made a little bit of money, not great, made some money, and now we're going to go on to other things. Uh, Axis Short Innovation, which is short Kathy Wood's arc, we are still up. It's a long-term capital gain. We sold the second third very this past week, very recently. So uh, I think we could still make some money here. I'm starting to question that, given the fact that my discipline has told me to get out of, of the first two-thirds. It's possible that this you know, regains strength and goes off and, and makes us more money. But if it doesn't, so be it. It was a big contributor, one of the main reasons why we made money last year with everybody else being down. So I'm not going to be stubborn about it and say that I'm right and the market's wrong. The market's going to tell me what to do, and I'm going to listen, pay attention, and, and act accordingly. Um, lastly, the uh, small cap energy uh, ETF, uh, PSCE, which is more 
uh, tilted towards the E and P companies that we talked about. And Van, this is influences my thinking. When I'm being told to sell the second third out of an E and P heavy ETF, I kind of say, "Let's go do some other things." And the services seems to be gathering what they spill. So the the uh, uh, exploration and production area I am not enamored with, and this is being bolstered by my work in the own, in, in, in the portfolio. And again, I do this in thirds in the rare circumstances where things reverse, and 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 I want to get more enthusiastic about a theme that I am exploiting. But that's how we're invested uh, on uh, February eighth. And uh, please stay tuned for update. Let's get into this week's Bakes Takes. Uh, my takes first and foremost, uh, to put it mildly, I've got a lot of great friends at UBS. And uh, uh, UBS had a very good earnings report and uh, broke out of what I'm going to call a Brobdenagian base. Uh, that uh, is uh, uh, a reference to Gulliver's Travels, the giants of Gulliver's Travels. Yes, that's how literal, uh, you know, what a literati I am. And uh, it is also popularized by John Roque when he sees massive bases. Uh, that's the term that he uses. Well, this is, this is massive. This is 15 years, and UBS is finally breaking out after all this time. Uh, above 2015, I want to make sure it stays above 2015. I'd like to see some follow-through. I'd like to see some expanded up volume, but it is very, very promising. So if you own this, I would uh, be, be holding on and watching that level that I just mentioned and be rooting for you know, continued positive earnings reports and, and stock market reaction as people come into this name after it being, you know, uh, dead money for 15 years. So uh, uh, kudos to the folks at UBS. I wish you nothing but the best. And, um, and we learned a new word today. So that's, you know, I want to be educational too. Uh, uh, next, the power of positive thinking. This is, a, you know, uh, people ask me for books, uh, mainly investing books. But uh, I decided to break with uh, that tradition a little bit today. Uh, my wife told me to, to read this again because I was being you know, kind of negative. And uh, she was right as usual. And I'm reading it again for about the sixth time. I've got it in the, in the bag over here. Um, but this really struck me. Um, uh, as some of you know, I, I, uh, I tend bar at Northern Spy in, um, uh, uh, in Canton. And I'm really good with names. And people ask me, okay, well, you know, why and, and, and how? And number one, if you treat people like an ATM, you get a certain response. If you treat people like, like uh, friends and guests, uh, you get a very different response. And people respond to names. It's just that simple. Uh, the, the book, it was, uh, I'm rereading it, and, I, and I, I came across chapter 15, this is from uh, Norman Vincent Peale. It's a little, it's a lot dated. Uh, he's a preacher from the 50s, but it's still a lot of great things to, to, to remember, especially for me. Thanks, hon. Uh, learn to remember names. Inefficiency at this point may indicate that your interest is not sufficiently outgoing. A person's name is very important to them. And uh, number one, some tips that I've used over the years, okay? Number one, give a damn the first time. When you find someone's name, really care the first time, and that gets you know soaked into your psyche. Try and use it 
when you when you uh, respond to them in the near term. Um, when you get a chance, write it down and something about them. Uh, Kansas fan loves Manhattans, whatever the case may be. Uh, and um, uh, make sure that when they leave, ringing in their ear is the fact that you remembered their name and something personal about them. And uh, it's just been, uh, it's just good for business. It's good for life. And, uh, you know, I recommend the book highly. And uh, I hope that's helpful. Uh, another thing, uh, I'm saying happy birthday to two or three people uh, today on the ride up here like I normally do. If you'd like, send me your phone number. Uh, I'm not going to spam you. I'm not going to sell you. I'm just going to sing happy birthday to you. Frankly, it's selfish. You can't have a really bad day when you started off singing happy birthday. You, 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 you can't frown when you're singing happy birthday. And uh, my uh, friends seem to really enjoy it, and I'd love to expand that uh, to you. So those are my, my baked takes for this week. Uh, I like to close out today's show. I always like to end with some much-needed levity. We talk about a lot of heavy stuff here, and uh, uh, I think it's good to... to uh, i got to laugh, and I, I want you to laugh. So uh, please go to the show notes. There's a link in there. Gary Goleman, not that into you. Uh, he's the only comedian that I found that can make the Old Testament funny, and uh, it is—it's uh, a great bit, and it won't take much of your time, but it's, uh, I think, very funny. Uh, that's it for today's show, folks. Uh, please reach out to me, Bakes at StockMarketAuthority.com. DM me on Twitter at BakesTakes underscore, and uh, I want nothing but the best. Fire ideas, questions, comments, and uh, ideas that I can uh, uh, add to the show, and I will see you soon. Keep smiling. Bye now. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.